episode 346 of No Laugh Track Podcast here at Acme Comedy Company, Minneapolis. I am Justin Severson, the lucky guy who gets to host this thing each week. My, We are on an awesome streak here. I love when uh, guests, when it's repeat guests and I build sort of a you know friendship, relationship with people. I also get super excited when it's newbies. We are about to be on a streak of like four weeks in a row. Uh, with first-time guests here on wow. the podcast. Very exciting, starting with Gareth Reynolds here today at Acme. We're in the middle of your week headlining. Yes. How are you, sir? I am good. I am great. It's lovely to be here. How are you? Good, good. I'm always happy to be here. I'm really happy to be here, so I don't want to turn <laughs> no, it into a pissing no, contest. No, but... no, no, no. <laughs> if, it was a, if you could put a number between... No, um... <laughs> What is your history here at uh, in Minneapolis? Have you been to Acme before this week? I've never been. No, I've never. I've never headlined in uh, Minneapolis. Okay. I was. I came here probably about five or six years ago, and featured for Steve Byrne, and um, and had a great time. But yeah, no, I, I've. I mean, I, I'm from Wisconsin, so I've spent some time in Minnesota. Like I went in high school, I went on a theater tour uh, through Minnesota, like going to. Uh, See a bunch of plays. Who knows why? Um, mm. I snuck vodka on the trip. And uh, <laughs> good job. But uh, but yeah, my history is like that essentially. Yeah. Okay. As you, I saw you. Uh, we'll talk about the po- your podcast. So you know, throughout uh, this podcast here. But I saw you. You did that one live here. Yeah. In, yeah. We did in Minneapolis. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. We did a show here. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was great. So how? So we're day three of your week. Day two. Day three. How, how's Day it been three, going yeah, so far? it's been great. Um, I was, I said this on Tuesday night. I mean, I just was like, you know, my head like a Tuesday night show. I'm like, yeah, it's, I'll do it for sure. I'm not like, I had no gripes or anything, but I was not expecting yeah. that kind of crowd on uh, on a Tuesday night. It was super fun. It's been very fun. I've been, I've been lucky the past couple of weekends. I've just had like really great places, really great uh, audiences. It, the truth is, it's not common. To have weeks start at comedy clubs on a Tuesday, am I correct? No, that right? is not common. No, yeah. no, no. Normally, normally you do a Thursday through Saturday, or you know, a Thursday through Sunday, or a Friday through Sunday. But you know, in Vegas, they'll do. I think they do Monday through Sunday, but you do one show a night the whole week. Um, but yeah, no, Tuesday through Saturday is is different for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool though. If people are there, you're like great. Right, you know, it, when when you're in between weekends, like especially like right now, because I'm work like I'm I'm working on an, an hour, so it's like you you have you know whatever three four days where you're not really doing the hour, then you jump back in. You definitely have you takes a minute, maybe a show to get the step back, yeah, I'm, I, and you kind of don't have to do that in this scenario because it's like I had a, my last show was Sunday, and then I had a day off, and then I came right here to sure. do shows. So it's pretty fresh still, you know. I hear that sometimes where I like I was here last night to see the show, um, and I that is what my goal is to come Wednesdays because usually record the podcast Thursday. Once in a while, I'll come on Tuesday, that first night they were talking about yeah. here. I just did that a couple of weeks ago uh, when Andy Kindler was here. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I was here the show on Tuesday. Oh, that was terrible. Terrible. I wasn't ready to be back. Yeah. 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 No, you definitely, I mean, you know, there have been times where you'll take, I mean, you know, three weeks off or something and, uh, you know, you'll come back and be very rusty. Yeah. Um, it just ha- is how it is. I mean, it's like when it's fresh in your head, you're confident with it. You know the every beat. You come back. You maybe do one joke a little early. You forget a word that was helpful in another joke. You know, stuff like that. So you're working towards recording the material you're doing this week. Yeah, yeah? I'm recording an album in uh, less than a month in Madison. Exciting. Yeah, first one, right? Yep. Yep. Solo. Okay. First one. Yeah. 
it's about time, right? It feels like it's about <laughs> time, yeah, certainly. I feel, you know, I mean, it's it's probably a thing, you know, I've been doing stand-up for 10 years. I've been, um, you know, headlining, like, really the past couple years. But I've been working on a lot of this stuff for a while, and I'm sure it's something where you never fully, like, you know, oh, I'm done. It never is. Right. So, But I definitely am like, all right, I feel like I've, Definitely put a lot of focus into this material and weighed it. And, yeah, that's a question um, I've definitely asked in the past is why now? Why not a year ago? Why not a yeah. year from now? Yeah, I think you could always ask. I mean, well, especially when you think about in t- today's stand-up world, people are pressured to get an hour out a year, essentially. I mean, because some people are able to crank that out. It's, right. Um, which is astounding. I know. But, these uh, guys that set that bar that high. Yeah. So I'm like, well, shit. I mean, I've been working on this for a while, you know, some of it. Some of it's newer, but still. I uh, let's see. I want to talk about some of the stuff you did. I'm not going to give away the jokes or anything, of sure. course. But uh, about what I witnessed last night. First of all, great show. Thank Just you. Overall, yeah. great show. Uh, the football came up. I I, I already knew, but uh-huh. you talk about football on stage. Yeah, being a fan. Yeah, being a Packers fan. Yep. I love the way you were like. Well, you guys have a team here too. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I got to be careful here. <laughs> it's different when I'm in Wisconsin, and you know, but. It's it's different. Honestly, when I'm doing that bit in like uh, opponents in the division's territory, it's different. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love the. Uh, I'm a big football fan as well. Vikings fan. I love the whole rivalry. I love that. Uh, for some people, it's, for some people, it's not even even. Like the, mm, so I've learned that some Packer fans are like, yeah, Vikings, you're you're cute. Our real rivalry is with the Bears. Screw you guys. I I think you feel it with I mean I think you feel it with every team in your division for the most part yeah. you know I would say the rivalry is probably between Chicago or Minnesota more though you know mm-hmm. I mean definitely with Minnesota and Green Bay the past decade for sure it's yeah. been more that than the Bears yeah I saw you did a, I read somewhere you got to do a tour of the stadium our yeah. Viking stadium yeah last before uh, right it before right yeah right before it opened like right it was pretty much done you know when they were just kind of ripping tape off and you know finding little uh, spots to fix <laughs> I went around and, and it was amazing it really was I mean I was like and I was with I had to wear a Vikings hard hat and I was definitely like in enemy territory but I was like this stadium is crazy yeah yeah I mean it's amazing I I have a job over there we're up and down the stairs cold beer here oh really yeah oh that's great yeah what a great way to watch I mean you're able to watch the game kind of right mm-hmm. yeah 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 uh that means I'm not making money at the, in those moments when I'm watching yeah well but yeah, uh, yeah it's fantastic <laughs> That place is too big, in my opinion. Is it really? Yeah, too big. Yeah. Too big. I was just back there uh, within the last week for a, like a yearly rehire training thing. You walk in, and like, you know, it's been open, what, three seasons now? And you walk in, or two or three seasons, you walk in, and they're like, yeah, you're in the blah, blah, blah club is your meeting. I, I don't even know where that is. I had to follow people to find out where it's like a city inside do you think, there. Do you think that regular fans think it's too big? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I try to actually, it's, it's a good question. I try to ask people that, like try to get there. But they're just so blown away to be there, I think. Yeah. Like, working I think, there is a different, you know, perspective. Well, when you think of like what the Falcons stadium did is they have this huge, you know, they have this enormous new stadium, but they like charge, their concession fees are like reasonable. Yeah. That to me is like, if you open one of those big fuck off Coliseum things, it's like, you know, 
if if you're if it's if you still have cheap food and you're not acting playing like to millionaires, then there's a much. I'm like, all right, then I'm into your stadium. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and that's sort of the my opinion of it's so fucking big because it's you know there's so much catering to oh yeah the people or the parts of the stadium that the normal fan well will now never they're see. now they're like they cater to like how to not pay attention to the game more. You're like it's really you know the way that they're like we have Wi-Fi, we have Wi-Fi. It's like oh it's, it sucks that you have to like. Really make that an important feature of it's people should not be looking at their phones. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. <laughs> obviously, I do stand up and hate the phones because of people check them too much. But there's so there is. It's like when you go to some of these like bar, like the fact that they have a bar in the stadium is kind of crazy. Tr- like, oh, trust me, they have bars outside. When people come up, yeah, I, lots I, of them. I do the same job all around town at all the venues, and when people come up to me like, "Where's the bar here?" Like, are, didn't you? Did you buy a ticket to come in here? You know, there's an actually event. There's an event going on. They just want the it hard. Could be in front of they you. just want the hard sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's well, really what that it too. is, right? Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. So if you could have like a Jack Daniels guy going around the stadium, but even just saying that, it would be a nightmare. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Jack Daniels guy, you'd be like, oh god. Uh huh. This guy next to me is on his fourth Jack Daniels guy. <laughs> Jack, Jack guy. There, there might be. Uh, I mean, besides of corporate greed, there's also a reason why the alcohol is so expensive at most of these places. It's to slow you down a little. Yeah. Yes. 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 People, down. I when I went to a brewer, I went to a brewers game when I was a kid with my dad, and I think it was probably the first time I went to County Stadium, which is the one uh, we had when I was a kid. Yeah. And um, there were these guys. I was probably six, and there were these three guys in front of me just getting shit housed. And it was started like I, you know, my I could as a child even feel the energy and be like, I this is uncomfortable energy around me or whatever. And my dad could sense it, and he was, was he kind a drinker. Of, Your dad drinker? No, not really. No, yeah. certainly not like some of the people at County Stadium. Right. And uh, right. and so he's uh, so he's kind of like you know like is it's okay you know and he's kind of being uh, he's t- demurring and all this sure. and then uh, one of the guys in front of us just pulls his shorts fully down and like his ass is out, so he's naked from the waist down. And um, that's when my dad was sort of like, yeah, it's, it's time to panic. It is definitely time to be like, what, this is not normal. <laughs> Bleacher seats that day? Oh, man. That's, when Prob- things got, that's where things got crazy. Probably, yeah, probably. Bleacher seats. In fact, I used to go on a uh, tour with a group of uh, baseball fans. We'd go like to, because I've been to County Stadium, uh-huh. been to Miller, Miller Park, yeah. where they play now, Tiger, the old Tiger Stadium. And I remember one year they were selling like slushy like rum drinks Ugh. one of the vendors was selling rum drinks in the stands at county stadium and people were vomiting near us by the time we left well we used to just like when i got a little older i mean you could just sneak you could sneak i mean you could bring a it sounds like such a different time but you could bring a sprite bottle into the game and nobody gave a shit oh yeah so you just put vodka in a sprite oh, bottle walk in i mean of course it resulted in like the spins and like inning four <laughs> but you know, cheating the system, saving that money. Leave, <laughs> I had to leave a college uh, hockey game early once. I had to beg the girl that drove us to give me a ride home because I was spitting so much Ugh. after bringing vodka into just the, the, mixing the drink in the uh, in the urinal. Like with right drugs there. and alcohol, you can always take more, never less. I mean, it's just the lesson you learn every decade. Once, no, no doubt about it. <laughs> so today uh, it's August first, and a new law enacted in Minnesota. It's okay. now hands free behind the wheel. Oh, that's just starting? To, today. Wow. Today. It's the first day. There's been warnings well, for months. Well, let me tell you, it's better. You Once you get used to it, it's better. Yeah. It really is. 
My drive here from I uh, was home before I came here. It took two minutes for me to see someone <laughs> driving the opposite way to me. The guy was holding the phone in front of his face, like not oh, so even, he's facetiming. Not, probably uh, not. Definitely not hiding. Facetiming is a facetiming. <laughs> That should be like, you know, that should be step out of the car. We're not going to arrest you, but step out of the car so we can scare you. FaceTiming while driving is ludicrous. Like, a phone phone is, I mean, like, look, we can all pull it off, but it's safer to not do that. Mm -hmm. Texting's pretty nuts. FaceTiming is like, well, why don't you just watch fucking TV? Why don't you just watch Game of Thrones while you do this? Right, right, (laughs) right. Just drive and just be like, oh, my God. Do something, uh, how about... uh... What's that quiz thing uh, in the evening? So you'll do something really interactive. Even you're watching yeah. the video, you're or the the questions. You're yeah. getting it. Just yeah. go all out. Yeah, or maybe it has, it's a job interview. It's <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> Skype job. Yeah, interview. yeah, that that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You're not driving, are you? Absolutely not, Mr. Anderson. I, I like that. You, you get caught on, on uh, using video. You get pulled out. Immediate yeah. uh, digit <laughs> search. Yeah, yeah, without question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep, I said it took less than two minutes for me to see the first person, so uh, the the words gotten out. So you guys are sure. taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah, I it, it it's I I think I remember that last time I was in Wisconsin. And it's just it to me it's because they've made it's sort of like smoking in bars. Like they in in California, smoking in bars was not okay. Probably five years before it was in most other places. Yeah, and then it just becomes such commonplace that when you see it, you're like, whoa. I mean, if you walk into a smoky bar now, it's nuts. I can't even, yeah. You're just like, what is, mm-hmm. this is okay? I, I think back on planes when I was a kid, smoking, I mean, there were smoking sections. Oh, yeah. Which is, on a, on a plane, is so ludicrous. I remember. smoking, <laughs> like, don't blow it in the non-smoking section. It might go there, it's smoke. <laughs> so, can we open a window? No, no, yeah, no, 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 don't touch that. Don't touch the windows. Don't touch the windows. Shopping malls, I remember, would have uh, yeah. ashtrays at the bottom of yep. escalators, top and bottom of escalators. Man, we loved cigarettes. <laughs> we had a really good, the cigarettes, I mean, it was a great run. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I was even rocking the jewel for a minute because I, I, you know, I've had, I've been on and off cigarettes for a long time, but I'm off and I've been off for ages now. Good, good. But so I dipped back into the because there was like the jewel thing. I was like, "Ooh, that seems kind of interesting." And yeah. I got into that for a minute. But that is <laughs> that's just weird and not okay in its own right. Uh, in the last, this was just a, a few earlier, like this spring, I was uh, working with a couple friends of mine that have kids. Both of them have kids that are like, what are you, preteen, like oh, thirteen, boy. fourteen? They're jeweling. Both. Yeah. Both had stories. Oh, yeah. It, it ex- they're at different schools in the, in the Twin Cities, but the exact same stories of every kid hides in the in the uh, bathroom, the yeah. girls' restroom, the men's restroom, and they're vape or they're the doing drooling, vaping, yeah. they're drooling between yep. every class. Yep, yeah, that's why it's bad. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these these sons of bitches who are in charge of lung intaking really keep finding new ways to do it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, the way now that they're like, hey, all right, we're just slowly slipping into the next era of lung cancer for you. Yeah. But it tastes like creme brulee. Man, I'll tell you, they got sweet tastes. I'd go, bro. If they were like, there's a meteor coming to Earth, the first thing I'd do is buy like a jewel stick and like four little jewel packets. I'd be like, I'm going to have a good time. Right. Have a good day. I'm going to have Thanksgiving dinner here. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm, Gravy. (laughs) Butter. (laughs) That would sell well in the Midwest, honestly. The gravy one. Ah, Sure. Hit the gravy. Hit the gravy pipe. This one just tastes like salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's bad gravy. Uh, 
And even to tie this in, let's tie this into something that happened last night. It's part of your uh, set right now, obviously. And again, I don't want you to go over the 10, but you do 10 things of new kind of social media rules mm-hmm. that you've come up with. Yep. And you asked the crowd. I thought this was amazing. You asked the crowd, is there anyone in here that is not on social media? Mm-hmm. And one yep. person did speak up yep. and is off. And he told the crowd he used to be on, what do you say, Snapchat and everything. He was and very addicted, yeah. 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 How often does it happen that you ask the crowd, does someone, is there always someone in the crowd that says, yeah, no, I'm done? No. Uh, no, there, no, there are definitely a good amount of shows where nobody is not on social media. Yeah. Where everybody's on it. And, um, and what you notice is that people who aren't on social media raise their hand <laughs> to communicate it. So there's some, like, discipline there that maybe social media kind of frees our brain to be like i can shout what i think whenever whereas these people are like you can call on me i'm not on it you know <laughs> like kind of a little old old school but um <laughs> but yeah no there i mean yeah and, the, and that's what the rules bit is kind of about is just about like the way that you know how we are which is just far far too into our devices and and arguably uh to the point where, you know, potentially they need to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which how, is what I believe. How how often are you using stuff on social media? Well, you know, it, it really depends. I mean, when I'm, when I'm with people, I'm certainly not on my phone. You know, like if I'm talking to someone or if I'm out, you know, I definitely view time with a human as more valuable than time with my phone, which Good. can be any time. Yeah. Um, I have to be on it for I was actually just talking to a comic before I came here and I was sort of saying the same thing like you know I would I would really rather not be on it. I would not find much use for it if I was not a comedian if I did not have stuff to promote which means I sort of have to be on it. Yeah. Um which leads to like yeah, I mean I am on it. I'm definitely not on it at the rate that most people are. Um but yeah, I check social media multiple times a day. Um you know. I've yeah. come up with so many you know, when I'll, I'll uh, you know, you self-analyze. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Here I am catching myself doing that freaking stupid scroll. Yeah. What am I looking for? I don't know what the fuck I'm looking for. <laughs> what am I looking for? It's a great question. What's at the bottom <laughs> of this Facebook feed? Yeah. Just more Facebook feed. Yeah. That uh, meaningless, yeah, useless, useless shit. Well, well, Facebook is in particular uh, the worst because of the practices of Facebook. I mean, they own Instagram, but... The practices of Facebook really, really are insane. Yeah. Um, like the data collection and stuff like that. Like they do not believe in data rights on any scale. And uh, I got off of that one. I was like, that one I did get off of. I have a fan page, but I don't, I don't use it. My okay. manager runs it. And yeah. it's like, you know, but uh, yeah, there's, you know, we we have, I, I think you, all, I also see it when I, when I travel. Because when you travel, people are really alone. It's for the most part you know, one person, sometimes they, they're with other people, but for the most part, it's you're alone. Mm-hmm. And that every, every single person, every single person when you look around is just looking into the, the void, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, there's just, this is not good. You How know? do you avoid that when you're at a hotel, hotel room alone at midnight after you did a show and you can't sleep? What do you... I I mean I'll watch stuff you know I would rather watch like something I'd rather watch like a documentary or a show I'd ra- I would r- much rather do that I feel much more engaged about that I've tried to start reading more you know like I have a dream that what I'll do is every time I want to check my phone I'm just going to start reading again and see what happens if I how fast I get through books because you know a way to sort of shake that impulse it's like carrots for cigars or something <laughs> uh, Did you travel to Minnesota with a book? Yes. Oh, yeah. With yeah. a couple books. Yeah. Okay. A couple. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. 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 For sure. Okay. But uh, now, 
you have you asked if I read any of them since I've been here? Is that's a better for that. That's a better question. <laughs> no, no, that's, you're looking good in this uh, scenario. Got, yeah, let's just say I've got two books, <laughs> and they're the Bible and the uh, Book of Mormon. There in the you hotel. go. There you go. <laughs> Compare and contrast. I'm going to do a book report. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Um. I found some information about you online. Uh, true or not, your birthday is November 27th. That is true. Mine too. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah it's a weird day. Uh-huh. Because it always sort of lands thanksgiving Thanksgiving, but not Thanksgiving. Sometimes, sometimes before, Thanksgiving. sometimes after. We've had a couple of Thanksgivings Oh, day of? Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Which is an interesting day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Look I at don't, us. I think it was on your website in your old... California driver's license? Is that where I saw it? Uh, Some website has it posted. uh, That's good. Driver's license. (laughs) Your address is blocked out. That's good to hear. But not the city or uh, or your birthday. The year was, but not 1127. Do I have crazy hair in the picture? Yes. Okay. Well, that's a wig, and uh, and that's why that's out there. Okay. And yeah, and I'm not at that address anymore. So that's the good news. That's yeah, sure. You're supposed to believe that. (laughs) Go there. Speaking of that, Doug Stanhope just—I just saw him post something on uh, Twitter like a week ago with his full address. On purpose? Uh, he an accident? Uh, I don't know. He—it was could it the, be on purpose? He apparently did something upset people at the at Caesar's Palace and all the hotels they own in Las Vegas. Oh, they Doug s- Stanhope, right? Yeah, right, right, right. They sent him a letter saying you're banned. You can't. Right. You're not welcome back. Right. And he posted that letter, and it has his full address on it. In, Maybe know, it's all an old address. I would f- imagine. I don't know. Oh boy. Is the letter old? I don't know. Is that a story that's been going around forever? Am I just catching on it now? I thought the deal with that story was that it happened a while ago. It's possible. And it was just being re-brought up, but I might be wrong. Okay. I that, might be wrong. I mean, possible. there is, I, I remember I posted something once where I was like, I posted like my Lyft driver's name because it was like whatever. It was like dildo or something. Or it was Bong. I had a driver named Bong once. That's what it was. And I posted, like, look at my driver's name. And someone's like, is that your like intersection right oh. there? And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Just staying with a friend. I yeah, mean, I was like, yeah, no, that's my friend sent me that. It's his thing. Don't come there. I'm not there. Fuck off. It's a restaurant. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's a Sabaro. Go away. <laughs> it's a Sabaro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, you're from Brown Deer, Wisconsin. Yeah. Population of? Oh God, I I would have I have no idea. I mean. I have no idea. You have no idea? It, yeah. It's not huge, but uh, it's it's in, in Milwaukee County. Um, if I guess, I'll be an idiot. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. So uh, here's my, here's a, this is going to lead to something here. Do you often tell people, I'm just from Milwaukee, just because it's easier? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Unless somebody wants to be regaled with the great story of how Brown Deer got its name, I say I'm from Milwaukee, which is one day a deer jumped through a bar window. I... And that's how they came up with it. And the deer was brown. It's a good ending. Yeah, it's a fascinating story. <laughs> the suspense. Yeah, yeah. Find out if that deer actually it's was like an brown. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> In a strange twist? It, yeah. There's it was, no twist. It, there's it no twist. It's straightforward. The twist is there's no twist. <laughs> uh, a thing I'd like to do is I'll look up stories, uh, news stories from people's hometowns. Okay. All right. You ready? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Brown deer, Wisconsin. I want your thoughts on this one. Are these recent? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, okay. I'm not, yeah. 
Okay. It's not fear to You're go not going to be like do the Dahmer stuff or anything. Yeah. yeah okay. No, no, okay. No, no. We're okay. not. We're not going back there. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, this is very recent, within the last uh, month. Okay. Right? I did have to dig a little. Here we go. Brown Deer, Wisconsin. An assistant manager at a family dollar store is has been cited for pulling a handgun on a customer. Oh, my God. Yeah. Brown Deer beli- police say it happened when the customer tried to return a pair of pants for a refund. Tempers flared. Police say the assistant manager drew her gun. Wow. The assistant manager has a valid concealed carry permit and tells police she carries it to work, especially when she closes alone. Family Dollar says the company has no weapons policy. Uh, she was cited for disorderly conduct. Good Lord. There's so much that is crazy about that. I mean... Um, I'll go with one. Pants at Family pants Dollar? Pants at the Family... Yep. Pants at the Dollar Store. They're edible, I think. They're edible pants. Uh, but I also can't believe that, like... It's just... It is... You know, it's crazy, like, I'm not saying, I think people definitely should have the rights to bear arms, but it is crazy when it's like, someone has a gun on them at work, and the company's like, yeah, we don't care. I'm Uh, just like, that seems like crazy, isn't there a step in between where it's like there's a security guard, or like there's some version of this where someone doesn't have a handgun on them? You know what, we have no opinion on this. Yeah, yeah, and if it's a dollar store gun, then it's probably... That's probably then it's probably you make you can have those. You can have a family you can have like a family dollar store gun cuz those don't work. Right. They right. just shoot yeah. little discs out that like little frisbees. Yeah, it, it, a couple will shoot out and then it jams. That's <laughs> Well, I think we've we're familiar with the same uh, firearm. <laughs> we're talking the same gun, same pistol. God damn it, two are jammed in there. Oh, it shot out. Three are flying. Yay. Right. And and here's the other Shock and awe. And the other thing, like, uh, if you're bringing, you know, you you have this job, you're assistant manager at Dollar Store, you're bringing a gun to protect yourself because yeah. of who may be coming in there. How much money is in the till? Yeah. What are you protecting? Yes, and you should be able to protect yourself. I'm just, like, dollars, they, dollar stores shouldn't have dollar security. Right. Like, they should have actual, <laughs> like, a system where it's, like, an employee isn't, like... I need my gun because someone might try to angrily return pants again, which happens every week here because our pants are edible. I I had no idea. You can eat them. It makes me want to check dollar stores here locally and see exactly what that is. I think avoid them. I think, think, that, I, I think from what I've heard so far, don't go to the Brown Deer location. Without, without protection, yeah. at least. Absolutely. Uh, we need to spend some time talking about your very popular podcast. Uh, well, you have two of them, but let's start with the dollop. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Congrats on your very success- successful Get podcast. Get it right. There it is. You know um, what I'm trying to say. Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's great. I'm very lucky. How you guys are on? How many? Like I, this is 346 for me. You're in the 300s. 400s. I, I honestly, I think we're in the 300s. Yeah. I might be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think we're in the 300s. And for for the uh, one person that's listening to this podcast that hasn't heard yours, it's a history podcast. Yeah. You are not the expert. And by no means. <laughs> Go ahead and say say exactly what it is. You and Dave uh, Anthony? It's uh yeah, it's uh, myself and uh, another comic named Dave Anthony and and basically every week uh he prepares a story from American history, for the most part American history, that is insane based on a wild character or an era where something is legal that shouldn't be or something is illegal that shouldn't be just crazy 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 stories and he prepares this story and then he tells it to me and i 
going cold. I have no idea what the story is going to be. And then we just kind of, you know, m- make jokes and have laughs. And, you know, the, the stories are pretty wild. Have has it ever been your job to bring in the stories? Yes, we've done a few of those. We've probably done probably about eight or nine where I've done it. Um, and he's the one coming in, and he comes in cold. cold yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do those a, go? I haven't. I've I've heard the show. I've not heard those. Yeah, yet. they're uh, they're good. They're good. I mean, I think because I do so few of them, I like really, you know, take my time to get them. Uh, in a, I have a luxury of time that he doesn't have necessarily. So. So I take my time with them, but uh, but yeah, it goes well. I mean, there is like this sense of gamesmanship as far as like, you know, it is fun to tell your friend a crazy thing that you know they're gonna freak out over. Um, yeah, it's just kind of fun, you know. So so that's yeah, and and he does that for me, where he'll he's I'm sure very excited that some crazy shit he's gonna tell me this week and watch my head explode. Right. Yeah. The thing, just the. The idea behind that pod, behind that podcast, is so simple, yet so genius. It's like, what a great thing to fucking pull in listeners. History, people love history. People love comedy. Yeah, put the two things together: peanut butter and jelly. It's yeah, fucking, I love it. Yeah, we it happened very organically. Like, so we were very lucky that it just kind of all matched up really well. You, know? you were filling in for somebody. He uh, no, uh, he uh, well, I he had another podcast. And I had been filling in for his uh, co-host for two weeks, and I was going to fill in again. And when I went to his place, he's like, "No, we're going to do this other one that I have." And um, and it, yeah, it was the dollop, and it's just so he. But he was going to rotate guests on that show. Oh, I see. Okay. And then once we did one, he was like, "All right, I think this got a pretty good vibe, so let's stick with it." You know. I think you have the perfect lack of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I, again, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it matches up really well. Like, I just have had had no interest in history, so didn't know anything. Like, to a level where people are like, "What?" And I'm like, "I just don't know this shit." Yeah, you know, I, I I'm maybe there's something in the November 27 birthday. No, it can't be. But I feel the same way. Yeah, I grew up in I I went to public schools here in St. Paul, Minnesota, and my history uh, schooling sucked. Yeah, history. I, I ended I, up going to college and was embarrassed with how little I well, knew. Well, what I what I've learned from doing the show is that you know it is calculated. Schools have made a decision to teach you the stuff that like there is interesting stuff about transformative times in this country that would captivate kids. Yeah. They just don't tell you those. So all this history that they feel is important is just not, it's not interesting. Yeah. You know, they we could have skipped over six months of gross domestic product of yeah, blah, blah, like, blah, country. George Washington died from bloodletting. Andrew Jackson hid cheese in the White House. Like there is interesting shit out there that would make blow kids minds that's uh, honestly a lot of teachers a lot of history teachers uh of college or of of of, uh, high school or even lower or like um you know i'll play some of your episodes for kids in my class i was gonna ask you that they that's awesome yeah because it's like it's on point and it gets kids interested in history we've edited some episodes to make them clean so that they can they can play them brilliant yeah have you have you been invited back to like your high school or anything? Like now that you're a, expert, I got invited to my college, your college, to speak to the comedy, uh, comedy kids. Yeah, you did. Yeah, nice. that was a trip. But no, no, never mind high school. No, I would love to, but, um, but it, it's a trip. You know, I mean, it is. It's like it's one of the things that, you know, I think especially 
it's so weird to go and like talk to to kids, you know, like 20 year olds. And I just think back it's so visceral to when I was that age had the same kind of like tell me the plan and all only answer you can really give is like just work hard and try and that's as good of a plan as you can have, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And um but it's it's a trip. I mean, it's a, it's one of the things when you get older, you're like you've you don't have your youth anymore but now you have like a lot more cool experiences and you have a lot more access to stuff and Hell so yeah. you know mm-hmm. it's a trade-off yeah something to fall back on yeah yeah absolutely uh and you the success of that podcast you get to see the globe yeah touring and doing live shows yep I'm so jealous that's got to be incredible yeah well i'm very lucky again i mean truly uh the truth is that for the most part, you don't get to see too much. Oh, because you're in and out? <laughs> yeah, you Here's really... you need to be, do the show, hit the road. Yeah, I mean, you're, yeah. you know, in Australia, when we go to Australia, we pretty much... This last time we were there last year, we took three days in between and just did one show, and we were at the beach, and it was unbelievable. But, uh, but for the most part, you fly every day and do a show every night, and so... You know, you see the hotel. You maybe see a little bit of the area. Um, I Your spent, passport looks cool. Passport looks cool, but they don't stamp it anymore. What? Yeah, they're stopping stamping. Is there some counterfeit stampers or something? I don't. It's all going digital now. I th- it is. It's, that's, it bothered me. I was like, there's something nice about those stamps. Mm-hmm. You felt proud. But yeah, um, but it is awesome. I mean, even when you're, even just being, you know, even if you just have an hour and a half or two hours after a show to kill and you go to a different bar or whatever, Hell I mean, yeah. you know, it is it is fun. Yeah. Very lucky. And I know you get to cross paths with a guy I haven't seen in years, but I'm very fond of, Will Anderson. Yes. Tremendous gentleman. He, it's, he, we, we think we call him the third co-host okay. because he is... He fits in so well. He's so great. He's been on this podcast three times, but it's been yeah. years. Yeah, he, is, years. he hasn't been back. He is awesome. I love. Yeah, he's well. He's got. He's got really. You know, he's got a really good gig in Australia. I mean, he's got. You know, his show is extremely popular. He does morning radio. He's yeah. like the biggest comic there. Like, you walk around with him there, and you are like, yeah, I, I get why you'd stay. Okay. You know, he's got. Is he doing TV right now? Yeah, he's got his show called The Gruen uh, that is uh, sort of like a daily-ish show okay. that he does there. But it's it's very popular. I mean, yeah. every time they do it, it win the time slot, all that stuff. So. Oh, yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's so fast. I mean, he really is like – he's a guy that I've probably talked to more via microphones than actually in person. Like, that's where we have long conversations. Oh, okay. We just record them when we see each other. But he is special. Yeah. Yeah, and, and very cool. I remember he very was here cool. in a leather jacket, black leather very, jacket, yep. and wears it well. Yes, right? yes, cool dude, absolutely. <laughs> Did I see you're going on another tour with the, with the uh, podcast soon? Yeah, we're going to Europe in the fall. We're doing England, Scotland, Ireland, Sweden, uh, Denmark, uh, Amsterdam, all those places. Crazy. Some more. Yeah, crazy. And I listened to you on a couple different podcasts, two of my... Uh, I'll just say it. The Crab Feast, which doesn't exist anymore. Yep, sadly. Long time, one of my favorite podcasts. Yep. Um, and I listened to two of your episodes. Okay. Which are fucking... I, if you're listening to this right now, go stop. finish this episode, <laughs> then go download uh, Gareth's episodes of The Crab Feast. They are fucking phenomenal, the stories you told on there. Well, that's Holy good. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I've said some stuff. Uh, I mean, the Michael Winslow story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dressing up for kids' parties. Yeah. Um, you appeared in a porno. <laughs> I mean, here in the back, that's pretty good. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. <laughs> Speaking only, but yes. <laughs> I told you you don't need to add that. You appeared in a porno. That's right. And uh, <laughs> British citizenship. Yeah, yeah. That's legit? Yeah. Yeah, that happened uh, about a year, a year and a half ago or so, yeah. What changes in your life when you become a citizen of both the United States and... Well, you know, I don't know if you've done research on our countries lately. Uh, they're both <laughs> in interesting spots. So, yeah. you know, part of, part of well, my my mother lives in England. You're a big Boris Johnson fan? Oh, yeah, love 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 him. He's a great, great guy. Uh, good calls. <laughs> um but uh my mother my mother lives there my whole family lives there you know it was partially that i wanted the england was still a part of the eu when i made the when i initiated the process okay. so part of the thinking was you know you get the the eu passport and you can kind of go freely all over europe and stuff like that obviously brexit happened and that has changed um but i still uh, i mean really the only thing that actually changes is that i can vote and that I can, um, the lines at the airport when I go to England are much better. Oh, okay. Like, I land and I'm like, it's like five minutes as opposed to whatever it used to be. Okay. You know? Yeah. But it's also like a point of pride, you know, like my family is extremely English and, um, you know, so it just felt like a thing to do. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I dropped the joke last night, I think, but I normally call it, a, I'm having a brentrance. That's what I call it, you know, because I became a UK citizen. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like eight people laugh like pretty heartily, and everyone else is like, "That's eh, not." <laughs> but but for me, I'm like, "That's one for me. That one's for me." So my first, uh, when I picture uh, little kids in in England or in London or England, and uh, I, uh, my memory, like I just go back to kids from the first time I saw a performance of Oliver Twist. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I see. It's fair. Is it fair? Yeah. Yeah, yes. For a while, it was really fair. Uh, until, probably until like 10 years ago, it was like super accurate still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, now, you know, now it's now they're like kids everywhere else. They're just, you know, spoiled little shits who want to look at iPads. Okay. But but for a while, they were like, could I try some more of that sweetie? And you'd be like, well, well, well. Adorable. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. The... um. Also, I you know I I saw that you know you have background in in improv, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that is clearly evident in. Uh, I'm, I'm, here's something obviously you know, fans of your show know that is a got to be a key to the success of the dollop. How you guys can do the you know do these history things and then kind of like get into a character, like oh now we're portraying these people. Yeah, so good, really. It, Thank really you. Good. I mean, yeah, it all it does. I mean, like I you know like I when I was in Milwaukee, I didn't really know what the hell I wanted to do. But the second I found out about comedy sports, it was like I had a place. And, like, I went there and I would watch these guys, you know, who were older than me perform for, you know, like 300 people. And I was just like, this is <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yeah, That's what I want to do. You know, and that's kind of where it, where it sort of clicked. And so improv from then on was something I did for, you know, like, you know, 20 years pretty much once a week at minimum. Okay. Uh, and then stopped when I got a little bit more into stand-up. But, you know, all the stuff about, like, in, in serious improv, like Harold Longform improv, you know, making your characters distinct and how you kind of talk to each other to keep the conversation in an interesting way. Like, it's all stuff that you're kind of trained to do. And then so when it came to the podcast, which is just rich 
with, you know, crazy characters and crazy situations and facts, it's just like where my mind goes. My mind just, you know, it's like sees a person or like here's what a person should sound, whatever it is, you know, it's just like yeah. there's just like a lot of windows for comedy and jokes and it, and it definitely plays very strongly in this improv, you know, if you have that skill, it's like great. Yeah, That's yeah. why Will is so great on the show because Will's mind is also so fast as far as like jokes, you yeah, know, yeah. setups. He sets you up so much. On the show, so yeah. Did you ever have a? Maybe you have a. I, I apologize if you have like a well-known story about this, or I have no idea. Uh, Saturday Night Live is that ever something you wanted to do? Is oh that yeah, ever, like that's where I see myself when I'm. That totally. That was something I wanted to do for a long time. I'm. Um, did you ever do audition? Did I you did ever get that one close? time. You yeah, did. yeah, yeah. Okay. One time I I did. Um, not too too long ago. Probably about. Probably about six years ago something like that but um yeah i finally was like you know i mean it's 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 like american idol essentially you know there's a lot of talented people but yeah it is what it is i mean i don't know what they look for but i didn't have it yeah 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 but eh. always you know t- i i still was like i in my life have done a lot of sketch and love sketch and all that so and that show is still i mean i know people shit on it i still think it has pretty good attributes i mean mm-hmm. that show is still pretty hard to do and pretty funny at oh times. Yeah. yeah yeah oh I, I i agree does anybody ever um so of all these episodes of the podcast you're learning you're hearing about all this history do people try to quiz you on stuff like to yeah. get you like well well you should know about this you talked about it or hey, do you, do you, do you get called out for not remembering it's or not, not even that people are like trying to hold my feet to the fire it's that someone will be like have a favorite memory of something and you're not as passionate as they are. Well, I just don't. I mean, I don't listen to it. Like, I do it. Yeah. You know, I I have a completely organic experience on it where, like, it is crazy. And yeah. But I, we've done a lot of them. Sure. So it's like I just don't remember a number of details from all right. the episodes. So people will come up and they'll be like, you know, oh, when you were being that pilot. And I'm like, what is he? You know, who is he? I don't have they're like this story. This guy bought this. He should bought an island. He shouldn't have. I'm like, it's not. Nope, nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> it was me. You're saying? It was yeah. Me? I said. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. It sounds very funny. Yeah. Right. I sound hilarious, but I do not send remember. Send me an that. audio clip of me. I <laughs> yes. Am, am I on iTunes? <laughs> I'd love to hear myself. So I brought a souvenir uh, with me today. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, I brought it. I'm going to leave with it, but I'm hoping that I get a signature. Oh, look at this! In this, before I leave. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. My novella. Your novella. Yes. I brought in. Because we have no uh, video uh, currently, it's the uh, it's a book called "The United States of Absurdity." Yes, untold stories from American history by Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds. Yes, what two years old? Maybe year and a half. Um, year? no, older than that. Probably two. Yeah, two and a half years. I actually went out with the the publisher of the book last night. He moved here. He's he's quit the publishing business, and it was the first time where. I was like, how did it do? But he's like, did pretty well. I was like, okay. Huh. Well, because we just have no clue how oh. it did. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, but uh-huh. uh, but yeah, I mean, it is, um, yeah, it's a crazy thing. If you, t- like, again, I mean, if you had told, like, t- history teachers of mine in high school, I will be any, have any part of a book, will have written a book about history, They their heads would have popped. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh I have daughters that are 11 and 13. Okay. At what point can I give them this book? The no- book is... Now? Are you, for years from now? You- I mean, they're not too... The book is 
the book I to my I guess there is some swearing in it actually now that I think about it. Uh swearing's yeah, fine. Yeah, well and the subject I think the subject matter is not too hor I mean there are some really dark ones, like Radium Girls, that would freak them out. What's that one? That that was where um they were making uh, no, I'm putting you on the spot. No, no, no. This one, I anyone's from the book because I know those. Yeah. Those ones I know. Okay. That's like anytime anyone brings up one of those, I'm like, oh yes, him. He was a professor before that. I don't know if you knew about that. You know, <laughs> I sound astute. And then any other episode, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I, I said that. Um, but basically, they had this company had come up with uh, a product that ba- that was made out of radium that would make your watch glow in the dark or would make certain things glow in the dark. Oh yeah. And so. They had these girls, these women, um, painting the dials, you know, so they would be kind of painting the luminescence on the dials and stuff like that. And uh, the company, this is a classic American story, the company knows that this is not good, that they should not be exposed to this. That nobody tells them, so they are not only around radium, not only touching radium, they're even taking the bristles of their brushes to keep a sharp point on them and running the radium paint through their mouths, and then it just results in this, you know, horrifying existence for these these girls and. Um, again, it's a classic American story <laughs> of a company caring about its employees first and foremost, and not the bottom line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But that would maybe freak out your girls because they'd be like, "We're radium girls. <laughs> Our jaws are gonna fall off." <laughs> well, we don't live that far from uh, 3M, their headquarters in mm-hmm. uh, St. Paul, where uh, they let products as part of Scotchgard mm-hmm. leach into the like you know groundwater. Oh yeah, there. no yeah. companies are really yeah. into letting ground. It's like they think we have a ton of options right. for groundwater. Yeah. Uh, there's just one of the stories out of the book. I'm glad you. Oh, there's Radium Girls right there. Yeah, they're there. 1917 yeah. to the 1930s. Yeah. There was another one in here that I have a special interest in. I just want to bring that one. Oh, first, Ten Cent Beer Night kind of goes in with what we were talking yeah, about earlier. Yes, by the way, yes, yes, indeed. Uh, but Lenny Dykstra. Oh yeah. His nightmare it continues. The nightmare that is his life continues. Yes. Did yeah. Did you read his book? No, I did not. I did. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, he's he, I, he follows me on Twitter. I'm like he. I think he does? yes. I think he knows because enough people have <laughs> tweeted at him. That he knows that like I've talked about him, and so he's like, oh, he's a fan, but he doesn't know that like the whole time we were just like, this guy's such a shithead. Yeah, yeah. yeah what a monster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lenny and his teeth. There is, I. It's oh. he should be a cartoon. I mean, he is just. He is nuts. Have you heard him on Howard Stern? I don't think I have, no. Oh. That's yours. I'm giving you an assignment. Okay, yeah. You, well, YouTube, uh, Lenny Dykstra and Howard okay, Stern. Okay, His appearances. Oh, I can only imagine. How he imagine. flirts with Robin. Oh, God. Er, come er, eat your pussy. Oh, my God. He can barely speak because his, all of his teeth are missing. Oh. So he's has a dog tired of enunciating words. Oh, oh It's unbelievable. Nails. <laughs> Nails. World Series hero Nails, Lenny Dykstra. That's right. yeah, Nails. Yeah, people don't know about him. I <laughs> pick up a copy of this book. Yeah. Do the uh, the YouTube search I just suggested. Yeah. Uh, well, listen to our episode too. I mean, there's stuff in there that it's like, like he is like dead set on starting. Like, like it would be like, like he starts a magazine as everyone is like, oh, publishing is faltering yeah, horribly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I think it's time. Mm-hmm. 
He would re- he would invest in Mad Magazine right now, even though they didn't yeah, announce right, that they're right, folding. Right, yeah, right, right, yeah, exactly, uh-huh. yeah, for sure. Um, I think I've taken up enough of your time here. Is there other stuff? I mean, I have a million things. I want you to come back soon because I have a million things I want to talk to you about, but we shouldn't go too much um, longer here. Yeah, I, you can listen to The Dollop. I am a touring comedian. Uh, well, let's mention your other podcast. Yeah, but I have a podcast called Point Versus Point, which is a lunacy uh, weekly debate show that uh, I wouldn't even say weekly, uh, most weeks. Um, that's That some people really, when they like it, they love it. Um and uh it's kind of a current event yeah it's essentially i mean it's it's a sketch show is really what it is but it's it's um it's myself and my like writing partner uh have a a podcast where we play like he plays like a guy who's obsessed with the news but is also quirky (laughs) and i just play a guy who does not want to be there uh for whatever reason we're paired (laughs) together in this world and the the we we do cover current events he'll read a story but then the show has sort of bizarre plot lines and one-off episodes where it really never is about the news or the story. Okay. Um, for the most part, it's always just kind of like... Like right now on the show, <laughs> what happened was he had amnesia, and I liked that he had amnesia, so when he got his memory back, I beat him up, so he got amnesia again. Then he remembered that, and then he beat me up, and now I've had amnesia for like two months, and so he's able to like do the show properly because he's lying about who I am <laughs> to me. He's like, no, you really just sit there and be quiet for, for the most part. I'm like, okay, great, cool. Um, so it's nuts. And then uh, and then the podcast, the Dollop Podcast is on tour. You can go to dolloppodcast.com, and there's always tour stuff. We're, always, we're doing a lot of dates in the fall. Uh, and coming up so how about uh after the shows here at acme because this will be available today okay uh you're selling glad handing after shows shaking hands pictures selling anything yeah yeah sell posters with a quokka on it which is uh my closing joke is about these animals in australia that are called quokkas that are amazing uh in many ways and um how do you spell quokka it's q u o k k a um yeah they're adorable and insane um and yeah i sell those and then yeah i mean i just stand out there you know if someone wants to say thank you or a good show or say nothing whatever i'll stand there and take it yeah (laughs) right on yeah i think that's it i think we did it great people uh do all that stuff follow you uh on social media as we talked about we love social media at reynolds gareth that's right my cat he's on social media too jose from the dollop that's him on instagram Uh uh-huh so (laughs) normal stuff yeah, right. right. Normal, normal stuff. <laughs> and uh, from what I gather, you uh, get a lot of tweets uh, with pictures of cats asking if this is Jose. Yeah, I have a fun little game where people will send a f- – because my cat gets, like, fat shamed because he's kind of fat. And so people, like, make fun of him a lot. And uh, so then people will just send, like, horrible pictures of animals. or <laughs> Like, they'll send a rhino and be like, is this Jose? You know, and then I play my part where I'm like, no, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so. That is good use of Twitter. I that I truly has actually become the only thing that I really enjoy doing. It's either that, yeah. or I'll just like tweet about how much I hate, like hate Joe Biden or something like that, and then you know. But but that doesn't. Everybody's just like, shut up, you don't know anything. The Jose stuff is actually brings a little joy, which is better. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, bringing joy. That's uh, my fatty. There we go. Thank you. Thank you, Gareth. Appreciate it. Bam.